Jack Skellington, the spindly king of Halloween Town, kidnaps Santa Claus and plans to deliver ghoulish gifts to children on Christmas morning. Hi, my name is Andre. I'm Michelle. I'm Emily. And I'm Luis. And we're the Walt Vault Podcast, our podcast about Disney movies. Welcome to the Walt Vault Podcast, Episode 5. Uh, today, we're talking about the nightmare before Christmas. Making Christmas. Making Christmas. Oh, I'm so excited. Making Christmas. To talk about this. <laughs> I didn't think we'd get here, guys. Not in a bad way, but like Episode 5, is this not like a milestone <laughs> for podcastery? Yeah, we did. It, it. is. <laughs> Making Christmas. <laughs> Remember when I said we did it like for the past four episodes? This one, this is the real, we did it, we made it. Episode five. <laughs> See you, It's been a month. Well, they say like thirty days makes a habit. I don't know. It's like seven days, but twenty-one. Oh. <laughs> sure. Twenty-one days makes a habit. Well, we're past that. Yeah. So we're good. We've gone above and Boom. beyond. This is our we have it in. our fifth episode. Yeah. Our first Christmas themed episode. Our second Halloween themed episode. <laughs> oh yeah, kind of. Yeah. Like it's I said, um, this is an all-season movie because I love this movie. That's true. So it's for all seasons, but mainly you can watch it for like three months. And watch don't watch anything. it for. Oh, I take it back. What I was just gonna say was going to. I was gonna say don't watch it for Easter because I was just trying to pick like a random one. But there's oh, Easter there references. So, haha, there you can is watch a bunny it for in Easter there too. It's like I said, I could watch this movie in the middle of summer if I wanted to. That's but true. It's this really like a, a three-month-long movie, but I I'm gonna watch it, it anyway. A three-month-long movie. <laughs> yeah, it's a three-month-long movie. God, I movie. hope not. <laughs> uh, so before we get into this, I have something to say. Andre, will you vouch for me that I have very weird dreams? Uh, I will vouch. I will vouch for this. Yes. Okay. Weird dreams. Andre lives with me, show. so he has to deal with me waking up and just being like, "That was a weird dream," and then I just tell him about it. So I don't know what I was thinking about last night. Do you do night. this like in the middle of the night? No, no, when I wake up goodness. in the morning. Okay. Please don't wake <laughs> me up. No. Please wake me up. Dreams. Sometimes he tries to wake me up, but I can't because I'm like mid dream and I'm like changing it in my mind. I'm like, leave me alone. I just think I she's just, lazy and doesn't want to get up. Well, a little bit of both. But anyway, so I had a dream that I was riding Splash Mountain, which I never really go on unless Luis makes us. Because for some reason, you really like that ride. Splash Mountain is the business. Ugh. It's a it's a fun ride, but one that I can only ride at a very specific time of the day Andre, and temperature. All, I don't even think we've ridden that ride together because every time I go, you refuse to go on it. It's cold. Uh, the reason why it's the business met. is because every single time I force either my wife or Michelle to get on, and pretty soon one day you, Andre, mm -hmm. yeah, everybody with me. Get soaked, except <laughs> for me. It's true, which is really annoying. But it's, true. it's called BS. I know. He's got uh, he's got like an impervious charm on him. I no, don't know. no water can touch his skin. Anyways, <laughs> guys, I've been rereading Harry Potter. Uh, we won't discuss. We're watching, we we're won't actually, discuss it here. But we're actually uh, we get back binge to watching no, Harry Potter right now. Oh really? Oh, it's our nice. it's our Thanksgiving tradition. So we have a snitch ornament on our tree. Does that count? <gasps> Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so the back point to is, dream. I had a dream that I was on Splash Mountain, and we were going through the first part, and then there were some of the little characters there, which I can't really think of their names because I've never seen Song of the South. That's what it's based off of. 
something yeah. something like that i don't know so actually when all of listen- a sudden i was like wait that's not the bear i like turned a corner and i and it was mickey mouse and he was dressed like sorcerer mickey and he was singing the phantasmic song and i was like what and then I kept turning corners, and there was, like, other phantasmic things going on. Like, the boat was in there, but they were, like, miniatures, right? Like, they were, like, animatronics. So then there was, like, the animatronic steamboat, and the little characters on it were, like, flying their little ribbons, and they were, like, yay. And I don't know what was happening. <laughs> Why don't I ever get Mickey Mouse <laughs> dreams? And so I get, then like, I started murder getting really Yeah, I never have dreams about Disneyland. I, I have dreams about getting shot at the bank. Anyways, it made me feel uncomfortable because <laughs> I was like, this isn't the ride. Because I know Disney and I have every ride memorized, right? So I was like, this is weird. And then we turned another corner and it was where there's that little hill where it's just Br'er Fox's butt. Mm-hmm. And you like go down. And, but I was like, but why is Br'er Fox still in this if it's fantastic now? I don't know. So then, you know, the next scene's like spooky. It gets kind of dark and mm-hmm. all the possums are like, yeah, whatever. Um, no, it was just freaking Mickey singing Fantasmic. And I went over the hill and it was then I saw Fantasmic on the water. <laughs> What's then, wrong with that, man? I'm always getting up. like murdered in my dreams. Yeah, like that, straight murder. You know, that was a weird dream. That was the nicest the thing I've ever heard. You got to go on a ride and it was all kinds of, there was it, other rides okay, in that ride. Maybe there was shows in that ride. That sounds great. I know. Great. That sounds like the best ride ever. Maybe it, <laughs> It was uncomfortable, okay, because that's not how the ride goes. Oh, my God. That makes her uncomfortable. That's cute. <laughs> Anyways. It's okay. It's not. The point of the story is Louise likes Splash Mountain. <laughs> oh. I well, guess. that was a great point. Oh, okay. <laughs> Good on you. I did not know that was the point of the story. Right. I thought the it point wasn't. of the story was you were having a dream and yeah. you have weird dreams. And it was all Disney related, mm-hmm. which is why you mentioned it on the podcast. Yeah. 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 Anyways, that happened. Thanks. Well, for, well thanks I like for it when things one. are about me, so <laughs> I'll take that. <laughs> all right. Good uh, moving on to Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah, sure. Let's talk about this movie. Um, <laughs> the Nightmare Before Christmas. Uh, Tim Burton's Tim, The Nightmare Before Christmas. Tim Burton's The Nightmare Before Christmas, which came out in 1993. That's the year I was born. Oh, oh my God. Good for you. <laughs> I was two years old. I was two years old. Been out here living. I was a couple months. I was 37. Oh, man. <clears throat> That's right, because he's an old man. He's so old. It's crazy. Um, so okay, this I have I have some some facts about this this movie um, that you may also have. Uh, so this movie was not originally released as a Disney movie. It was released under Touchstone Pictures, oh, which yeah. Disney owns. Uh, it's through like Buena Vista or some, some Buena kinda, Vista Picture Company. Yeah, some kind of nonsense like that. So apparently, uh, Tim Burton, who was an animator for Disney in the eighties, uh, he wrote this poem. And then started trying to get this movie made. And Disney was like, mm, no, we don't necessarily like this idea. It's got a lot of death and stuff in it. So let's let's maybe let's maybe <laughs> not do that. Um, he and was then, actually fired as an animator. Yeah, then he got fired two years later. He got fired as an animator. And unfortunately, Disney still owned the rights Disney, to his poem and his movie idea. Disney owned the rights to this yeah, to this bummer. thing. Um, That's a little shysty. It's okay. Right, he went yeah. on to make uh, what's that movie we just watched? Beetlejuice. He went on to make Beetlejuice instead. That's right. He made Beetlejuice. Still and pretty made, shysty. And he made Batman. And mm-hmm. then he began production on this movie after he reconnected with Disney. Uh, they they did like a film deal, and they said we're going to put your name on it, so it's Tim Burton's name and not Disney's name. So that if it's it kind of creepy. Then uh, it's, it not, it's not on us. It's Tim Burton. Yeah, yeah it's not sense. on us. It's okay. on Tim Burton. And they put it under the touchstone instead of yeah, like, yeah, the Disney that. entrance thing because, 
you know, if it flopped and uh, Disney fans didn't like it, they could be like, oh, it's Tim Burton's movie. Yeah. Well, you can see how well that worked out for Disney. Right. Yeah, right. It worked out very well. They mm-hmm. they have stuff to sell on Halloween and yeah, Christmas I for every so. year until forever. It's like forever. cult Disney following now. Really? Yes. So now they have, yeah, they literally get to decorate their parks with Tim Burton. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> oh, so also, um, despite it being called Tim Burton's The Nightmare Before Christmas, it is not actually directed by Tim Burton. Which I actually love that because I told we I was looking up facts earlier and I talked to Luis about that and he's like, "What?" I said, "I know because you expect it to be him directing because it, when you look at it, it is distinctly it's a Tim Burton. Movie. Tim Burton. It's very much his style. So what happened is he wrote." Two thirds of the movie about based on of his, on his poem, and then he was gonna be um, directing Batman Returns, correct? Yes. Batman, Batman Returns. Returns. Mm-hmm. So he That's was like, I don't want to deal with the stop motion, but I want it to be a stop motion production. So then he found Mr. Selick and was like, Hey, do this for me. Who was his partner on? Um, what's the movie we just watched? Why can't I remember it? Was it Beetlejuice? Beetlejuice. Yeah. It was his co-director mm-hmm. on Beetlejuice. So he was like, hey, dude, do Henry this movie Selleck. for me. Henry Selleck. Henry yes. Selleck is his name. And then they just did it. Must be nice, Tim Burton, to yeah. have your own name on a movie and you didn't even have to direct it. You right. wrote it, though. No relation to Tom Selleck, by the way. <laughs> no, no relation. No relation. Look up a picture of Henry Selleck on IMDb and just, just imagine that he's related to Tom Selleck and how that Thanksgiving is going to go because it's, it's a pretty funny image. Um. <laughs> I just thought it was crazy because I always have I think I probably watched this movie in the early 2000s like 2006 to 2008 range was probably the first time I saw it and I had just always associated it with Disney because the Haunted Mansion holiday ride had been in the Disney parks since about the year 2000 so I never knew it was like under touchstone and it was Tim Burton's The Nightmare Before Christmas until right. I really had been watching it as an adult well you know it's funny that you're talking about that too because when i look at it when i think of tim burton's um you know repertoire Mm -hmm. i think of this yeah every time it's classic tim burton well and it's funny too that you're talking about the poem because when i was reading some facts it was saying that his poem is based on the christmas poem the night before Christmas, mm-hmm. which if you think about that, it's literally one, a couple letters the off. But I never, Christmas I never even all through the house. You never thought about that. I never thought about that. Oh, I always knew the bat. title was a play on that. Oh, see, I never once thought about that until today, and then I realized, like, oh, I can see the similarities the now. The night yes. before mm-hmm. Christmas. Well, and yeah, did you guys great. know? And this is another thing I read was that the whole concept of this movie came up because um, when. Senor Burton. <laughs> I couldn't think of his name. When Senor Tim, Tim Burton. Timmy. <laughs> when Timmy was growing up, he lived in Burbank, right, here in California. Mm-hmm. And he would go to big department stores with his parents. And as we know, Christmas is continually seeping over into earlier and earlier in the year. Right. And so now we're seeing oh, Christmas yeah. during Halloween. We're seeing it during, you know, Thanksgiving, then Halloween. And so he was thinking in his head, kind of as a kid of the amalgamation of what that looks like mm-hmm. and how it would look if instead of Christmas taking over Halloween, Halloween, Halloween took, took over, over Christmas. Christmas. So I guess that's like where the beginnings cool. of everything started. And then he took that night before Christmas and turned it into the nightmare before Christmas. What a smart man. Mm, I was like, ooh, that's like some good backstory. And I absolutely love Tim Burton in general, like Edward Scissorhands, everything like that. Like ooh. Batman. Love it. Batman love, love, love. I hadn't seen Beetlejuice until this year. 
which was okay. It was interesting. I love Beetlejuice. But yeah, it's crazy to think of like this is his style of writing, but it works in a children's movie, which is crazy because yeah. yeah. you never think you could really combine the two, but you can. Apparently, and and very successfully, yeah. I think very successful. Um, in in addition to like its uh, production and stuff like that, so it being based on all that uh, Christmas stuff he saw in department stores, I heard that the style of the movie is kind of uh, not all of the style, obviously, but the style of the movie is kind of modeled after those like Christmas specials that show on TV every single year, like Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer and Frosty the Snowman, and just oh, okay. that kind of style of well. movie where you know sense. we gotta save Christmas. Because Santa's sleigh is being piloted by non-red nose having reindeer. Well, and I read that he kind of he in his mind he fashioned this as being one of those to be played for Christmas, which it almost definitely is now. Well, it does and it doesn't because I when I think about it, I really do think about it as a Halloween movie mm. because I, I know that do as well. I know that we're laughing about it as being an all seasons movie, yeah. but I'm really not watching this movie on Christmas, which is funny because Christmas is in the title. Yeah, but right. I, I agree. I do always think of it more as a Halloween movie mm-hmm. because Halloween is what takes over Christmas. Yeah. Like you said, not well, the other way around. Well, if I'm going to Disneyland on Halloween or during the Halloween season, I'm riding this ride. Right. If I'm if I'm in Disneyland during Christmas time, I'm riding this ride. But I'm not like <laughs> riding this ride. Oh, right. no, I'm riding this ride because I'm going to go out and say it. That, that version of Haunted Mansion I enjoy more. Well... Well, that I said is, it. That's, sorry, that's true, too. But I guess for like the fervor of the holiday, it doesn't like catch yeah. me for Christmas. I'm like, I'm trying to oh, jingle cruise it up. It gets me. <laughs> you know? No, no, man. It gets me every time because there's those little flowers in there and they're like. That would be. It is. I walk around the park singing it the whole time. I'm like. We just we just went. We know we were there with you. And she did all of this. Christmas. <laughs> that's not in the ride. It's. She told Luis that's not in <laughs> the ride. Not in I enjoy ride. the ride. Christmas. <laughs> Anyways. All right, but I guess we're not talking about the ride. We're talking about the movie. Fine. That's true. Fine. The movie. We're talking about the movie. Um. So let's let's give our let's give our first impressions. Uh. Here. Um. I think. I, I don't remember the first time I, I saw this movie. It came out in 1993. I was, I was two years old. I probably saw it. Before I was five. And oh, see, I did not. And I, me either. I, I'm, I'm as a teenager, probably. Well, because I, I think, honestly, because like, uh, there's, there's some more information about me. I, I loved Batman since since I was born. Uh, he does so love since Batman. I was born. That Batman uh, 1989 movie that Tim Burton directed. That's another movie that I that I saw before I was five for sure. Or let let me be the the silly one on the podcast that doesn't know. Is that the version with? Um, it has Michael Keaton. Okay. And, yes. And Jack Nicholson. Yes. 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 Okay. Yes. I just oh, want to make sure. I've never seen it either. Oh no, girl! I seen it. I just oh. didn't know if that was. I never I've connected that to being it. Tim Burton. Yes. It's 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 definitely a Tim Burton movie. And if you and if you watch it, you you can you can see all of his. Maybe I need to rewatch all of it his then. goodies. It's been a while. Yeah. His goodies, mm. his goodies in there. <laughs> um, so I think I think just because I liked that movie, and then a movie called Tim Burton's Night Before Christmas came out, my parents were like, "Oh yeah, you can watch this because it's a kids movie or whatever." I, I don't know. I don't know. I didn't get their justification up about it, but I definitely I definitely saw it. I think the reason I've young. only ever seen it as like a preteen or really thoroughly watched it and paid attention to it as an adult was because 
my mom's afraid of everything and this movie was probably definitely she would think this movie is too scary there was no way she was gonna want, let me watch it as a kid oh I, it's for my sure mom the same way i, I know that my mom like hadn't it. seen it until like louise and i were married oh. and i was like hey mom this movie's good and she's like <laughs> but it I'm is like, no mom we need to watch it it is creepy like let's be real oh yeah on the creepy topic a funny thing you guys mentioned your guys' mothers if my mom were to watch this you know um for those of you who don't know let me backtrack a bit sorry i am mexican and i come from a very traditional mexican family right and if my mother were were to have seen me watching this she would have probably um through like the chancla across the room <laughs> hit me in the head oh, man. she would have rushed me over to the bathtub she would have called the priest, had him do a, uh, you do know, a baptize a, me like all over again. Exorcism real quick. And then she would have burned the TV and threw in a couple of Hail Marys at the same time. He's you know? got oogie boogies in him. Yes, but I mean. You know what? And, and if you really look at it, though, like I wouldn't necessarily blame, blame my mother because. They're kidnapping Santa Claus. Always, who's never seen it and just first glance, it's creepy. Yes. It's very creepy. It's creepy and it and it kind of like gets in the face of everything that is Christmas. Sure. I, I well, remember. And I think that kids, but I, but I think on the other hand is that kids don't really get as afraid of it as we do as adults. Like, cause exactly. we think back on it and we're like, yeah, right. Like that's actually kind of like, or when you actually right listen to the song lyrics for kidnap the Sandy Claus and you're like, Whoa, right. Yeah. It's, it's let's, like, let's tie him up. There I am. Yeah. For, 90 years see if he's dead yeah that's years. nice um, actually i do remember the first time i watched the movie so growing up i think we had this conversation on the last episode that i listened to edm music yes because i talked about skrillex mm-hmm. well growing up um i was a scene kid i listened to like alternate i was a scene kid i listened to alternative rock and went to warp tour and listened to screamo and things like Did that you have, like big big hair that you had to no tease? i had very straight hair with bangs that that was red oh okay I went through a paramorph phase. God. Oh, okay. That kind I of thing. Yeah, okay. Yes. So oh, I remember the first okay. time I, I watched The now. Nightmare Before Christmas is because I was obsessed with Fallout Boy in high school and they did like a punk ghost Christmas album or something like mm-hmm. that and they redid the the what's this song and then i was like what's this i need to watch this movie that's the first time i watched what's it this? So, what? I w- so i was in high school <laughs> what's this? i had people like that at, in high school i think um oh shout out to uh shout out to our friend uh christian magdaleno she has a, a she she wore jack skellington stuff on her person like all the time in high school do you remember yes. that yes mm-hmm. yes a bunch People of still wear a bunch of oh yeah nightmare before Christmas gear. Well, it's funny too because I always think about like I guess I guess because I didn't grow up with it. To me, I didn't ever really get it or I didn't notice it as much. But mm-hmm. I feel like now when I go into the parks, it's everywhere, it's and everywhere. I kind of like, want a shirt. I'm not gonna lie. Like <laughs> I need some jack popular. in my life yeah. or some Sally. Sally's pretty cool. <laughs> the first the first ever pop culture reference of the movie I ever think of is. Um, in the song, come on, um, help which, me. Which song? This is Halloween. <laughs> Sally song. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who Sally sings that? Song? Who sings that? Uh, I assume it's. No, no. The the. Oh God. Um, no, it's not in the movie. <laughs> oh, it's not in the movie. No. It's a pop culture reference in the movie. We can live like Jack and Sally if you want. Oh, and you can okay. always find me. I don't know what we'll this song is. Blink 182. On thank you, Louise. My God. Yeah, that's that. That's what made me think of it in the don't first place. Don't waste your time on me, 
Yeah, I got it. Oh, okay. I think Michelle wants to sing the whole song. <laughs> well, I, I was a scene kid. I listened to Blink-182, too. So, so that's, like, the first thing that got me thinking about it. And then when I watched the movie, I was like, oh, that's where it came from. Like, oh, my God. It was, yeah, no, it took me, like, hey. 10 years to figure true, it out. True, true. <laughs> that was me. Oh. Anyhow. While we're on the topic of music, should we talk about the music? Sure. Oh. Um, the music was done by... Uh, very often collaborated with Tim Burton, uh, Mr. Danny Elfman. Uh, Who's also the singing voice of Jack Skellington. That's right. Yes, he was. Yeah, which is pretty cool. Um, well, speaking of the music, Luis and I, a couple weeks ago, actually right before Halloween, we went to um, see The Nightmare Before Christmas done by um, the Gallo Center for the Arts here in Modesto. Sick invite. Yeah, sorry, guys. <laughs> we didn't get sorry, invited at all. Uh, <laughs> it was our first date night after having a baby, so uh-huh. yeah. Applause, applause. Sorry, sorry. I sorry, guess sorry. we can give you a pass for that. <laughs> sorry. Fine. No, but we went, and it was really cool because the they showed the movie on the screen, but it was, but the music was all done by the full orchestra. Mm -hmm. And I think the one thing that I noticed the most, which I never noticed watching the movie was that literally the entire movie is orchestrated. Like from moment one Mm. to the end. And it's amazing. There will be no, there's There's like literally one stop just to start again. Like you can almost pick up like the downbeat in between the two songs. Mm -hmm. It never stops. And I was like, wow, because that really shows you how the movie can be carried by music. Oh, yeah. And I think that we've been talking about how in some of these other movies there weren't music like Wreck-It Ralph, mm-hmm. but how without music in this movie, it, it would not... No, it wouldn't work. It, it couldn't stand by itself. Right, for I sure. Think I don't think it would. One of the underrated songs that I enjoy listening to, mainly because there's a few lines in it that Andre really enjoys, so whenever we watch it, he sings it a lot. I, for I, um, I Jack's Lament. Oh, yeah, I love Jack's There's Lament. like something about Shakespearean quotation. And Andre like quotation. The lyrics for all of these songs are fantastic. I'm a very lyrical person. Like if the song has good lyrics, I'm gonna love it. And the way that Jack sings all operatic and super dramatic, and oh, it gets me every time. Love it. I wrote. I read that uh, Danny Elfman and Tim Burton wrote um, the songs, and I think I can't remember if it was Tim Burton or Danny Elfman, but one of them said that writing for Jack was like one of the easiest. Uh, jobs that they've ever had to do in music just because they relate to him so so much which is interesting i don't know if that's my least favorite song would have to be sally's song though you have a problem with that i do have a problem with what is wrong with you talk about Um, that because i still don't really understand it. you have a problem with the best character in the movie shots fired i don't agree with that at all Ooh, i'll let louise tell you because he definitely that's definitely his favorite okay so Sally bugs me, and I'm going to say that it starts with I don't enjoy stop-motion claymation very much in movies. Something about it looks creepy, which is the point. It's supposed to look creepy and kind of weird. And when I first watched movies like that, I was like, "Uh, I can't get into it. And But now I'm okay with it. But something about Sally is weird. I don't know if it's the way she moves or something like that. I don't like how her voice is so... Harry, and when she sings, she's like, oh, Jack, blah, 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 I love you. I just, uh, something about <laughs> Sally really bugs me, and I don't know what it is, and I think we had read a, f- read a fun fact that for the claymation, Jack Skellington had over 400 heads and 400 expressions. Sally had 10. So right. I think maybe that's why I couldn't connect to her. Maybe she seemed almost like robotic and emotionless to me in a weird way. Well, well she, she was is a, a robot. Yeah, she. I mean, she I was know. a created... But uh, Sally's my She's least like favorite character. 
And I know I'm going to get a lot of hate for that. Sorry. I mean, based on what I've gathered from that movie, I, I mean, fans, please correct me if I'm wrong, but she was not even like a month, two months old at that time. <laughs> right. She, was, she had so just been crazy. I don't know. She doesn't have too many expressions. She hasn't really, you know. I don't know. Something about her bugs. But you know I think what? it's the voice. Um, I, I want to say it's the voice. Is it because she's v- kind of melancholy in a sense? Yeah, I think kinda it's. Kind of emo. Not emo per no, se. Just very like. It's the very wispy voice. So I'm she's very like, melancholy. So, uh, you know, I'll agree that she is melancholy. Maybe I'll it's the you voice. That. You know how I, I'll compare this to how I said I would like Tamatoa if it was a different voice. I think if it was a different voice for Sally, I would have liked it. Ooh. Called out. Uh, Sally was voiced by Miss Catherine O'Hara. Sorry, Catherine O'Hara. <laughs> I love you in Stranger Things. You're amazing. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so. Catherine O'Hara is not in Stranger Things. You're thinking of uh, yeah, the other she lady. Is in Stranger Things. She's no. The mom. No, she's not the mom. You told me she's the mom. I did not tell you she's the mom. I said Catherine O'Hara is in Beetlejuice. You're mixing up uh, Catherine O'Hara with. I can't remember her name now. Awkward silence. Ahem, editor's note, it's Winona Ryder. Huh. Anyway. Merry well. Christmas. So, okay, so, Louie, did you, did you, yes, say that Sally is your favorite character in this movie? Oh, no. Yeah, she is absolutely my favorite character in the movie. Ooh. She is the only one with, that uses her sense of reason. That's true. So, um, apart from that... Um, I guess the main reason why I like Sally even more is because she really is like the only one who's not crazy in that <laughs> entire Halloween town. I mean, don't get me wrong, Jack isn't crazy either, but you know, Jack's well, kind, well, of, he, kind of is. He, Jack's well, a he crazy. went a little crazy over Christmas, but I mean, everyone else in there's like. Two-year-olds. Yeah. The mayor. You can't rely on the mayor to make a decision. He's an elected oh. official. Just an elected official, Jack. For that reason. To make decisions. <laughs> well, what about you guys? Who's your favorite character in the movie? Hmm. Mm, I mean, this is... My favorite character is Jack Skellington because he's so dramatic. He's like, whoa, it's me. I'm the pumpkin king, but I need more because I'm amazing. And it's so funny. And the way he sings, his lanky body, like the way he moves, everything is so visually. And it's like, it's funny to me that I love him. And I love how he doesn't even really care about Sally until the very end. He's like, oh, Sally, come be by my side. I'm like, this girl has been trying to be the voice of reason the whole time, Jack. You just now notice her. It cracks me up. And so for that reason, I like Jack. It's so funny. <laughs> oh, Lord. It's so funny. Jack Skellington's hilarious. He is a, funny. I have a, uh, a strange answer for who my favorite character is. Okay. First of all, first of all, strange. It's, first of all, it's a tie. And uh, so it's either um, the mayor. I, I, lo- I, I really, <laughs> so I really enjoy the two-faced mayor. That's, that's a great. That's so funny. It's a great yeah. concept for a dude who's half smiling, half uh, his like head just pooping his pants around, like, <laughs> at all times. I always try to Jack. figure out what that other emotion is. Is it worry? Is it like it's scared? Like, it's like it's, it's like WTF? It. Really? <laughs> like, oh that's no! The, oh no! <laughs> Help! Please. So it's a tie between the mayor and then also um, the saxophone player in the little band <laughs> yes. who goes, 
Nice work, Bone Daddy. <laughs> oh, That's my favorite my line God. in the movie. I love that. It's great. That's well, totally I just funny you. that you say that because I literally write, wrote down in my notes, I love how the band lets the mayor freak out trying to call and talk to Jack when they know he's not home. Like, he's not the, been home since last night. <laughs> like, it's entertaining for them. <laughs> like, real helpful. You could have told him before he like before, rolled down the staircase. He, he, he turned also, his face even. And I love how um, Jack plays Jingle Bells on the thing and he's like, can you guys play this? And they immediately go to a minor, minor key wonderful practice on that this sounds great, great. <laughs> fantastic oh my god who's your favorite emily um definitely and this is funny because i was thinking about it the whole movie i like santa which okay, <laughs> okay not okay. I don't usually like Santa in movies. Santa's sure. usually real stupid, Santa. but I like Santa because he's sassy. Like at the <laughs> end when he's like, "Next time you think about taking over somebody else's holiday," like he gets all pissed. <laughs> I think that's quite funny. Um, also, because I feel like he gets picked on. <laughs> well, like, yeah, he gets kidnapped. Well, well, I mean, I guess right, <laughs> but like. At one point, like, worms go into his beard, and he's, like, not phased by it. And the mm-hmm. other time, he gets, like, candy stuck in his beard. He looks like Vanellope, right? Yeah, With, like, yeah. little candy in his hair. I just think it's funny how he reacts to, like, this whole Halloween thing. To like, everything. he should be much more flustered, and he's just, like, like pissy instead of, right. like, actually, like, freaking out yeah. mad. Yeah. I think that's quite funny how he handles the whole situation. I would have never situation. thought of that. He is a good character. Sandy Claus. Oh, I know. Sandy. I dig it. He's like, actually you don't even Sandy. have any claws. <laughs> See, once again, this is why Jack is my favorite, because only he yes. would think it's Sandy Claus. Oh, it's Come beautiful. On. It's, it's beautiful. Awesome. It's funny. Okay, so on the opposite side, um, who do you think is like the scariest character in the whole movie? Oh, for sure, the uh, the half-faced clown who can freaking take his face The tearaway face, face. Oh, the tearaway the face tearaway clown. Face. First of all, if you guys don't know me, I'm terrified of clowns, and Andre made me see it, and I'm okay kind of with them now, but the clown Sure with the tearaway with face. Get out of here. It's creepy. <laughs> like, isn't he like riding a tricycle? Yes. Not okay. Not okay at all. <laughs> to me, it's Oogie Boogie. Oh. Oogie Boogie. Mr. Oogie Boogie. Creepy as hell. Man. He's the boogeyman. Luis literally does not watch that part. Like, he <laughs> turns <laughs> it's like away. all voodoo and stuff. He, no, it's not even the voodoo. He literally, I think it's because uh, when he gets unraveled, all the bugs on the inside. He's just the bugs, bugs are creepy. That's real creepy. But literally, he, like, looks away. <laughs> He's like, oh, look, there's a baby. I'm like, no, no, don't even, like, play <laughs> that on the baby. I love Oogie Boogie. Oogie Boogie's hilarious. Oogie Boogie's cool. But, about uh, you, Andre? but yeah, those bugs are scary. Um, <laughs> the scariest... I, uh, or creepiest. Yeah. The creepiest uh, character in this movie is he's like a he's like a bat and he like walks on his wings <laughs> and he has a little body and a big head. He's yeah, awful. So he's ah. pretty much like the bat T-Rex. Yes. <laughs> you know, that's creepy. I, I know what you're talking about. That is really that scary. That is super creepy. I don't think he has any lines, but terrifying. I think he sings like one thing, like my gang resent. <laughs> I don't know. Man, grandma. Oh no! But going back to Oogie Boogie, I kind of <laughs> need to give you guys an explanation. When he unravels and all those bugs come out of there, it's just one of those things where it's like I'm not scared of bugs. I'll uh, I'll kill a bug if I have to. Sure, but you're a man. The entire like mom- the moment when all everything just starts to unravel with him and the bugs just falling gives out. Me the My bugs. Dang. <laughs> My and they're hitting the floor. It gives the oogie boogies. 
heebie-jeebies. It's funny. Oh. I think it's funny. And he's a damn burlap sack. What's he's, not yeah. creepier a than green a burlap, burlap sack? He's a burlap sack. Wait, so is he green or is he like he, burlap? He's, he's the light burlap, makes him but the green. light makes him green. Yeah. yeah. Um. So when you watch The Lion King, do you have to turn away when Timon and Pumbaa eat all the bugs? No. It's a different kind of bugs, right? Those are nice. Those bugs, bugs are actually juicy and <laughs> had they Slimy, been roasted, yet I would have been up in there with Timon and Pumbaa. But yeah, okay. Roasted. What about you, mm. Emily? That's disgusting. Freakiest <laughs> character for me, it's definitely Doctor Finkelstein. Oh. I just oh my god, I forgot. About oh my him. god, I think. Ugh. It's not even like when you just look at him, it's not just like, it's not the way he's drawn, it's his mouth. Yes. Like the way his little nasty. He has a huge mouth and he's got about four and a half teeth in that mouth and it's (laughs) not enough at all. You poisoned me for the last time. And it's like a, it's like a snout. So it's just like always open. And and you're just like, Sally, you're using deadly nightshade. Could you please kill him? Like (laughs) knocking him out. It's even creepier when he makes his wife and she has the same face as him and took half his brain. Yeah. Him nasty. Ma- playing with his brain is, is real creepy, <laughs> nasty. too. Well, when I, he scratches it. Oh, my God. <laughs> he scratches his brain. brain. <laughs> but, you know, I think it's because he reminds me of Jigsaw. Like, you know, like Jigsaw oh, from yeah. Saw, oh, who yeah. like, comes in on the little tricycle. He's coming in on his little wheelchair. Yeah. Oh, it freaks me out. Yeah. And Luis is isn't watching the movie like, he is not even half as scary as Oogie Biggie. I'm like, mm, no, I'm pretty sure those lips scientists. are freaking me out. I have an honorable mention. The little fat kid yes. with the mom. Oh, yes. The little fat kid might be the clown. I just remembered is him. Is he like a I mummy? Or what is he? Because his face is he kinda... looks like um <laughs> he looks like the kid from the Adams family. I don't know if that's maybe a he a, kinda does. A reference he's or something really like freaky. that. But also I'm pretty sure he's no, blind, like his eyes yes. are like fused shut yes. or something like that. He's he's a he's a creepy little kid too, yeah. Yeah, he's it almost looks up. like he has like boiled sewn eyeballs yeah. but, the, but the good thing about this movie is like all of these side characters that really just sing or are just in the town are great the vampires when no, they start God, singing yeah. that song and the something's up with Jack and they're like moving their arms something's, something's up with Jack something's up with Jack and then they their turn away like it's this. Sunny outside. <laughs> and um, I was noticing this too like their <laughs> rhythms it's and it's very musical to me they're stepping on the beats oh, like when jack is on his little hill he's stepping like perfectly on the beats and something is so satisfying about that to me oh 100%. yeah it's amazing oh yeah oh do you guys no, ever just like walk when you have headphones in and you're trying to step to the beat of whatever song you're listening yeah. to which is and my you have whole to, life and you have okay. to walk like jack pretty fast sometimes to get it right how many beats per minute you walk in i'm walking 125 thank <laughs> you i love get my workout in. The, va- the vampires are really funny <laughs> i love it well and i think that's another good thing about the background characters in this movie I w- i'll call them background characters that sounds mean the but town the town people are actually even though they're scary quote-unquote mm. they're actually really nice like if you yeah. look at yeah. what they say like when they're not singing they're like oh we ruined christmas <laughs> or like they're actually like nice people right. you know yeah. They're just monsters. We're just, we're they just, just, they don't just know any better. Like, their lives like trying to put on a good Halloween. Just they're like making all job. the toys and they're so proud of themselves. Oh, right. Speaking of toys, are you guys ready for this? Oh, are you ready yes. for my Easter egg of the week? Ooh. Ooh. There's actually quite a, eh, quite a few for that time period. Okay. But one of the best ones that Luis and I, we, we read about and then we found it in the movie. So, you know, they're making all the toys, right? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Um, they make them in Halloween Town. Jack takes them down to Earth or what? I don't even know how. We've right, been talking this about this whole universe world. works. I have no idea. Whatever. They're Multiverse. in real life, mm-hmm. quote unquote. And 
you see the kids unraveling their Christmas presents. Well, one opens up the one that looks like Mickey, right? And we think, well, I don't know if you've ever seen that toy. Oh. It's like has the little black face. It has the like Mickey's widow's peak. Sure. Um, yeah. I've always thought it kind of looked like Mickey, but I never like got like any uh, yeah. justification for that. Mm-hmm. And then the other kid opens up the duck, right? That ugly, like oh. funky duck. Yes. Well, if you look at what the kids pajamas who are opening those presents, the little girl is wearing Mickey mouse pajamas and she opens the funky looking Mickey. Right. Oh. And the little boy opens up the duck and he's wearing Donald Duck pajamas. What? Swear. Cool. I didn't know. Oh my God. It was so cute too because now that I saw it, it's so unmistakable. Right. But, but we just missed it every time because, you know. Yeah. yeah we care more about these creepy toys. Just watching a movie. That's you amazing. Guys, yes. Well, I almost forgot about Zero. He's cute. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <Okay>. He's cute. <laughs> <laughs> we he, haven't mentioned Zero. Who is he a, is a very cute character. He's a ghost dog, which is which is cool. He's a ghostest with the mostest. The ghostest with the mostest. Is he the only ghost in the movie? No. Oh, there are the ghosts that at sing the at, the very, that at the very, very like beginning. Like, literally, there's a ghost right at the beginning <laughs> and never again until zero. Yeah, that's true. No, there are I, no ghosts in that movie. Right, except for the ones that sing in the beginning. Who they're are, like, who are they're like, like animated. really animated ghosts. Yeah. They're not even, like, characters, really. Yeah, so they, they, mix, they mix definitely some claymation with some animation. Like, all the fire that you see in the movie is animated. And then, like, zero, he is claymation animated. But then I think they, like... Oh, digitally removed him and well, then animated him back right. in because that, that's nose. how he, that's yeah. how you get the the clear look through. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. oh yeah, because he's translucent. Yeah. yeah, that makes sense. I forgot hmm. that they did that. Um, well, I, some of the facts with that part of it is I would not. I'm, I am not a detail oriented person. Mm-hmm. I mean, I could do some detail if I could do it really fast, but I'm a big person. A big person. <laughs> that too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a big um, like a big picture thinker Mm -hmm. so i could never have worked on this movie because we were reading and for every one minute of this movie it took a week of filming oh yeah because it was 24 frames per second so that means they had to move characters 24 times for every second of film right i would die why do you think tim burton was like you go make this movie you have to set it up Take the picture, look at the picture, make sure it's good. And we good? We good? We good? Set it up so that everybody's That's mouth moves. Insane. And it's all miniatures. It's Claymation is a crazy amount of I would work. say absolutely Especially not to that. Especially since Jack had 400 faces. Like, whenever he <laughs> makes a spooky face, like, with his teeth, like... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure that took a lot of shots, but those are my favorite parts of him. Oh, yeah. Where, no, like, the fantastic. little pumpkin king comes through and I'm like oh there's the creepy jack <laughs> yeah no I don't I don't think I could have had the patience for that just because it's so detail oriented oh, yeah. but sure. I think that's what makes everyone love it so much is because in every single scene especially in the ones where where they're where they pan out and you see the entire town mm-hmm. you can watch little people in the in the scene and they are moving it's not just like the main characters yeah. are mm-hmm. they really paid it's attention to every detail so there. Much that's true movement going on when Especially when they have to take that many yeah. uh, pictures. Very shots. true. Which would make me cry again. My, my last question that I have that came to mind that Andre and I were talking about last night. Lock, shock, and barrel. Ugh. They're the three little kids. Yeah. Kids? Children? So, yeah, what I was, are they? I was we looking were at talking them, about this. And I think they're, they're, I think they're human children are they that human? are dead. 
I think they're oh I think God, they're I dead trick or treaters. That. Their faces are white. Their eyes are like sunken in, and I would blue. I would absolutely rather look at their freaking mask face than look at their <laughs> right, real, their real face. Yeah, they have, when they, they have bags under their eyes and they have blue lips, like mm-hmm. they're cold. And oh I'm gonna God, say I the creepiest part of the movie to me is when they're singing the song about kidnapping Santa Claus. <laughs> you take these like three weird tricker treating dead children talking about kidnapping Santa I never Claus, thought about the movie putting then. him in a box, tying him up. They just want to blow them up to smithereens. I don't know. It's creepy. Yeah, they are pretty creepy. They do. A, they do a lot to Santa, which. But that's my favorite. You song. know what? They they probably got on the naughty list. You know, so they 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 yeah. weren't too fond of Santa when they were alive. I, I assume they got on the naughty list, and as a result, they died. Ooh, dun, dun, dun. that's so rough. They they got cold in their in their stockings and they This ate is it. my only my only. Pasha to that <laughs> is that Pasha. my Pasha to that is that which is literally my favorite part of the movie. My entire favorite part is when I already I already gave you part of this is when they go to find Santa Claus, mm-hmm. Sandy, Claus Sandy Claus in the bathtub <laughs> in the bathtub mm-hmm. and they bring back the freaking <laughs> Easter bunny. <laughs> that you think that's funny? Yes. You don't think that's funny? Okay. Oh my that's god! Hilarious. I die every time. They're like, "Take him back and apologize again." Oh my god! I literally <laughs> die every single time. But that's it's funny. funny to me because if they were human children, they would have known who the Easter Bunny was. That's true. I feel like Halloween oh. Town people don't know who Easter Bunny is. But yeah. like, what? What? How all they I? know is Halloween. All they know is Halloween, mm. right? Because they went to the forest and they were like, "What is this? What's this?" What's this? Oh, uh, <laughs> I like the, I like the town hall scene too. Oh that's God, funny. that's funny! Oh yeah, they call a whole town hall. They they turn on town the, they meeting. turn on the spotlight and the bats fly off of it. That's a great part. Town well, and do you meeting. think that was like a nod to Batman? Oh, it is now in my head forever, <laughs> for the rest of all time. Yes, Batman's in the movie now. <laughs> well, it's funny because again, like I said, I don't think that during that time period they did a whole bunch of Easter egg type nods. Right, but. It was interesting how the director here, again, we all thought was Tim Burton, but it really was Henry Selleck. Yeah. He went on to do James and the Giant Peach and Coraline. Coraline yeah. And there are nods to this movie in both of those movies. So in James and the Giant Peach, uh, Jack can actually be seen as a skeletal pirate in that movie. Um. And in Coraline, he's actually a smiling skull in a cracked egg. So... Every, so it seems like most of the movies that come back that are this type of animation, Henry Selleck has actually brought Jack back in because he was his favorite right. animated character. That makes sense. You're right. He's and then great. like, <laughs> I can't remember because like in in Beetlejuice, there are those like sand snakes that live outside of the yes. house or whatever that yes. are definitely that they're definitely this. Oh yeah, it's animation, the same kind of snakes um, that snake are like is, striped. Mm-hmm. The, the striped same, snakes. Yeah. I can't remember where they show up in this movie, but they're definitely there. Like I. I have to imagine. I think they show up where they're eating the tree. Yeah. Yes. Yes. That's right. The, that's the snake me. like unfurls from the right. From the so tree. that was a nod to a f- to a previous, previous Tim Burton movie. Tim Burton so. movie that Henry mm-hmm. Selleck worked on. So yeah, it might just be a lot of nice. a lot of Henry Selleck. I dig it stuff though. Going on. I now. like yeah. it. So yeah. you know, this goes back a lot farther than we thought it did, which is it was just pretty cool. Yeah, I agree. I like it. Um, what else do you like? <laughs> what else do I like? You want to know one question. of my favorite quotes in the whole movie? 
It's right in the beginning, and it's right after they sing the opening song. And I'm pretty sure it's like the swamp lady thing. She's like, the, all the witches oh, and everyone's yeah. coming at him, and they're mm-hmm. like, actually kind of like seductive. They're like, ew, like the lock. Oh, yeah. Right? They're, they're like looking thing. up to Jack. <laughs> and she goes, you make wounds ooze and flesh crawl. And that's like uh, totally a good thing. I know. It's like, that is <laughs> like hot and bothered. That's and hilarious. I heard that, and I was like, ooh, Lou, flesh crawl. Ooh. And then I said it and was like, that is the creepiest thing right. that's ever come out. My lips. It's super disgusting. That is funny. Talking about that, I just remembered a, a, a huge contender for creepiest character, and it's that dude whose skin is just like constantly melting off. Like it's like it's uh. like it's like mud. A poop is all over his face. Louise actually said, "Is that mud or is that poop?" <laughs> <laughs> oh Pretty sure it was poop. <laughs> Definitely looks like a poopy face. Um, poopy face, dude. Terrifying. Um, another thing that I noticed, uh, about Sally in particular is that she's full of leaves. Like that's her stuffing. Her stuffing is all leaves. Like every yeah, time, every she, time she pulls her arm off or her leg off or something like that. Or when she tried to commit suicide and or just when jumped she off hopped, the Well, she, she, tower. Knew, she knew she was good to go. She, I don't think so. She right? hopped down and she, yeah, she was, she, she was, saw bringing, Jack's, stuff, she was is, bringing stuff to Jack. Maybe that's what bugs me about her. She saw Jack's face. She was all like, oh, sad. And then she saw Jack's face and then she smiled and committed suicide. No, she jumped off so she could go no. talk to him. Anyway. Okay, whoa, whoa, whoa. No. She packed him a lunch. Right. She yeah. And then she gave him. it to him and ran away. Be- well, yeah, that was after she jumped off the you thing. You know though. what I got to say to you and your little mermaid loving butt? <laughs> how I is, love him. Yes. How is Sally any different? Right. Way different. No. Way. She's young. She mm. doesn't know different. anything better than love. Mm-hmm. She'd be taking him food. And the, uh, actually, Ariel, Ariel went after her, man. She was like, curse me, witch. I'm going to go get him. It's the same <laughs> thing. She's like, curse me, Dr. Finkelsteinen. And no. then she, she even took a needle to like patch herself back up she was not committing suicide she was going out there yeah. to 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 get to her man she's trying to get her well. bony man oh let me tell you how she is different from ariel first <laughs> off she has a sound mind I see some ariel okay. haters. she has she uses reason right okay she's kind enough to pack him a lunch mm-hmm. instead of not saying anything to her beau for a good amount of time in the movie well okay? um secondly she we, we went from like zero to 100 committing suicide. She's jumping <laughs> off because she knows that she could, she's not going to She die. could take I know it. No, she wasn't committing suicide. And she just bugs me. Here's the thing, too. She, she's like, fix it, Felix, dude. She's like, that needle is Felix's hammer. Oh, it's the hammer. Yeah, yeah. And, no. and, and here's the thing about she doesn't just leave and then run away after you use lunch. What? You expect her to just sit there and be, you know, wait for a thank you? You know what she I would have done? took the basket inside. She, and I would have been like, oh. Oh okay. yeah, I, I guess he's gone. You know gone. what I would have done? I would have sent up that basket with me inside it and been like, "Hello, bone daddy." <laughs> That's what she should have done. <laughs> Gross. You know what? This could have worked with Sally because she could. Andre, could've... how? How is that? How? How Michelle got your attention? If she ever time? calls me bone daddy, it's over. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> anyway, I, I was talking about how Sally's full of leaves because. She sneaks away from Dr. Finkelstein all the time, and I can't imagine that her body isn't super rustly. Hers, she should be like, <laughs> with every step that she takes. Crinkle, crinkle. <laughs> crinkle, 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 crinkle. Crinkle, crinkle. She's like a bad fall day when you're trying to like sneak out of the house. Yeah, and it's just I crunchy not that leaves I sneak out of the house the anymore. <laughs> they got to be crunchy leaves because it's Halloween. Right? Maybe. Flawed logic, plot hole. You know what? I'm not even going to lie. I didn't even notice she, was, she had leaves. Yeah, you, oh. I mean, I, I've seen this movie 
probably dozens of times that I had never noticed until until this viewing. Interesting. So, guys, um, it's that time of the week again. Ooh. I have our battle for this movie. Dun 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 dun. dun, dun. Movie. <laughs> <laughs> We had two now, very different theme songs. There. I went home and watched one of those videos, guys. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so for this week, I posed a question to my crew right here and as well as you viewers. Listeners. All y'all who are watching they us right now. They can see us. Well, they can view the little, <laughs> They're looking the at little the strike on that bar as the time goes from <laughs> zero to go. 100 <laughs> minutes, okay? Or it. 60 minutes, whatever. <laughs> Anyways. You guys ready? Yes. You ready? You ready? Yeah, yeah we're ready. Yeah. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. <laughs> we did a whole lot of SpongeBob. We talked right about SpongeBob. This, so. um. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> who was closer to ruining Christmas, Jack Skellington or the Grinch? Oh, this is a good question. Oh man, mm-hmm. I need to some time to process. So let me okay, put a let me let me let me no, let me go through it. So mm-hmm. Jack Skellington. Was actively trying to recreate Christmas, yes, and do it in his own way. So he he had he had uh, good intentions. Wait, I can't remember. Did the Grinch the steal Grinch Santa Claus? Stole Christmas. Christmas. But did he steal Santa Claus, or was there no Santa Claus? Um, the Grinch was acting on New Year's or on Christmas Eve before Santa got out there. I think. I think. I think what was happening is the Grinch was oh. actively trying to take away Christmas. He from was all trying people to like Hulu get Hill. rid oh, of yeah. Christmas. He took off the decorations. He took and their stuff decorations. Away. He took okay. their toys. He took uh, all <laughs> the other Jack stuff in that was song. Doing the opposite, but doing a messed up right. job. Right, he was doing a messed real bad job. Job. So the Grinch didn't get shot down by air missiles. True <laughs> military true. operation. They yeah. love me. <laughs> that, although that's because his reindeer was a dog. Oh, whoa! Jack's reindeer was a dog too. Bruh. You mean the Grinches? The Grinches. Yeah. Yeah. We got two reindeer. Can dogs. you repeat the two question, sir? I gotta think. Who was closer to ruining Christmas, Jack Skellington or the Grinch? The key word here. Is ruining ruining Christmas, regardless of intent. Right, because Jack, ruining despite his intent, Christmas. still gave like severed heads to children. Dude, you know? that shrunken head. That <laughs> first thing I'm like, is that Trader Sam's shrunken head? <laughs> like, oh my god, that was so rough. Right, I would have lost my mm. business as a kid. Yeah, this lost is a it. really hard question for me. Right, the Grinch <sighs> at the end decides because of a little Sally Who or whatever. That uh, Cindy Lou who, excuse me, excuse me. <laughs> Instead of Sally. Whoa, Sally. Lou. I'm mixing all this stuff up. Uh, Which, by the way, our beautiful daughter Adeline, when she wakes up from her naps, happens to look like Cindy who. Oh, I believe Aww. that. She's so cute. Cindy Lou who. <laughs> Go ahead. Anyway. Okay, I'm going to say who ruined Christmas. Who came closer to ruining Christmas. Came to ruining Christmas. See, this okay. is such a good one that we're I'm like stump around. Right. My logic is really, really flawed, but this is my answer. Okay. Go for it. My answer is that the Grinch ruined was closer to ruining Christmas because every single who that I've known in that movie likes Christmas. They're obsessed with it, and he took it all the way. And then they were gonna be like, "The Grinch hates us." But granted, he put everything back. That's fine. But if we forget about the part where he put everything back, I bet you, in the world where the children are. Whoville. In no, oh. in um, real life in area. the nightmare before Christmas land. Mm-hmm. Bet you there was one little 
punk who was like, this is so cool. <laughs> he was super happy with whatever kind of bat well, he got. His Christmas like some little goth kid was in his Just house. loves his new and snake. And he hates Christmas, right? And then Jack Skellington brings some Christmas. He's like, this is the best day ever. <laughs> so I mean, I'm going to say that the Grinch ruined Christmas. He was closer to ruining Christmas than Jack Skellington. Plus, like Emily said, Santa was sassy and he just fixed everything right up. He like came, mm. he took all the toys away, gave everybody the new toys, and it was fine. That's true. That is true. That's my answer. But the Grinch. I think Jack actually came closer to ruining Christmas because if he hadn't got his mind right right at the end there, uh, if he hadn't had his existential crisis, yes, Sandy Claus dramatic. would have still been captured. Uh, all of the toys would have been monstrous. And uh, wreaths would have been strangling old ladies. And I assume that he probably so would have been like, that was great. That was a total success. Let's do it again next year. And would have just, you know, captured Santa again. If he even decided to let him go, he might Dude, have just poor Sandy would have just like, he wanted to be homies with Santa. Okay. He did. And I'm he sure like, he, he would have like had Santa. him tied up in his room and been like, you're my best friend. No, this was his, this <laughs> were his exact words. He was like, Santa, I got this. Take a vacation. And then Santa was in his bag. He was like, take a vacation on Christmas Eve. And he was all mad. <laughs> yes yeah. that's what he said exactly. i'm gonna say that jack came closer because like like i think that you just made you made up my mind right there because i would rather have christmas with no decorations no presents no toys yeah. because that's not even the point Fahu of forest, Fahu Doris. <laughs> yes i would rather have that than have like snake eating wreath murdering yeah crazy christmas trees on fire yeah i don't and Why like i think it was comical though it was funny the snake was eating the tree oh, it's totally f- no hilarious. it was funny if For you us. were in it would have been funny if you were that poor little fat kid trying to run away from those presents <laughs> like the getting your cardio on i would have got out a baseball bat and been swinging. No, no I would have been hiding. No, you would have been yeah. hiding, girl. Can you imagine how excited you are for Christmas and you think you hear Santa and it's this skeleton man coming down your chimney? And that poor little kid is like, <laughs> I, I still vote for the Grinch. <laughs> I'm going to say Jack. I'm going to say Jack as well. Um, That's a very, very tough one. I think yeah. I'm going to go with you Jack posed. just because of the fact that I, I did see your point, Ems, that... Uh, had he not decided at the end after he got shot down to, hey, maybe I should go, um, you know, help Santa Claus so he can come fix this. Had he not done that, Christmas is done for. Uh, at that point, Christmas is pretty much done for because you got the cop who was in the car <laughs> saying yeah. uh, Christmas is ruined. Christmas is ruined. Or, or something to that effect. Yeah. Santa Claus isn't Did he say coming. Christmas is canceled? Okay, okay. Canceled or yeah, something Yeah, he said like Christmas that, yeah. is canceled. It's funny because that cop was definitely the equivalent of the mayor in Halloween Town. Right. Like they're both absolutely useless. Christmas is canceled. Well, that's helpful. Thank I you. I have one more argument for the Grinch. Oh, okay. If the Grinch hadn't decided to put everything back and make his heart regrow, then Cindy Lou Who would have died. She would have fell off the mountain with all the Christmas stuff, and then he really would have ruined Christmas and a life. Oh, he would have killed a he child. He would have killed Cindy Lou Who. My God. Wow, we just turned this into like a murder she wrote. It's true, oh. though. Remember, they're on top of the mountain, and she's like, hi, Grinch. And she's like sitting on top of all the toys, and the Grinch is like going to push his toys off the mountain, right? He doesn't care about him, And he's like, Cindy Lou. And he saves her. <laughs> that is not how that movie went, girl. That's how it went. Cindy Lou. Cindy Lou. <laughs> is that you, Cindy Lou? <laughs> Cindy Lou, you better get down from them toys, girl. 
Uh, That's how the Grinch sounded, right? Anyways, I'm dying. That's one one more argument for the Grinch. I think I'm going to have a lot of lost fans after I like Sally and I voted for the Grinch. Anyways. No, the Grinch is a fabulous story, but I always think of the Grinch like the Jim Carrey version. Yeah, that's that's the one I'm talking about. I just watched it the other day. Uh, Where it tells like the Grinch's origins and he's like a little kid. I can't. They were mean to him. Yeah, they were mean to him. And when he's bored. In the oh tragic God. backstory oh for the Grinch, Lord. he's like Calhoun of the. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All right, that was a hard one, Luis, this week. Yeah, that, that was, was a good, good one, though. though. It was super good. All right, are we ready to do some ratings? Rating Is it time for Christmas. ratings? Do you have any, do you guys have any final thoughts about the Nightmare Before Christmas? Tell me what they said on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, oh, I think it was ninety-four. Let's see, ninety-four. Yeah, are you I serious? Think so. Dang. One I, moment. I think it has the same as Moana. I use the internet. Give me use one the more internet. second. My Wi-Fi Did I slow. get a cookie if I was right? The score. I do have co- cookies on here. On Rotten Tomatoes for The Nightmare Before Christmas <laughs> was, in fact, 94%. Oh, my hey, God. I get a cookie. That's very high. What's Moana again? Can you look at Moana? Because that was our highest rated so far. I think yeah. Moana. Let's see if it beats Moana. I think Moana was 96, I want to say. Well, I know Andre kept saying 93 last week. What we'll see. Oh, yeah, that's right. Moment of truth. Hang on one moment. Let's okay, see. the score for Moana on Rotten Tomatoes is 96%. higher than the number before Christmas. Do you agree? This is hard because I had this conversation with Andre last night oh. after we finished watching the movie. As soon as the movie got done, I usually automatically think of my rating. I gave Moana a nine and a half, and I said when this movie got over, that movie is as good as Moana, but they can't be compared because they're completely different genres. Like, one is sure. about a princess and a wayfinder and la la la, and it's so happy and joyous and kind of sad. And this movie's just like creepy, but <laughs> also very good. Creepy fun. So, creepy jolly fun. I will think about it like totally separate from Moana. On like, its own, like yeah. take that totally out of your head. What would you give it? <sighs> this is so hard. I'm still comparing it to Moana because if <laughs> <laughs> well, if I had to choose what movie I would watch again right now, I would pick The Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh. Really? Yes. Hmm. Is that because of the because time of, of the year? soundtrack? If it was May, <laughs> would you choose Moana or Nightmare Before Christmas? Oh, I don't know. See, it's a whole no, bunch like, of factors. That's like, why you got to think. Know. That's why you got to think of this movie on its own. Tim Burton. Or, yeah, or compare it to something that's not Moana. <laughs> There's never a Compare moment. Compare it to Beetlejuice. Is it better than Beetlejuice? There is, there is never a moment that I don't compare something to Moana. <laughs> <laughs> or Ariel, let's be real. Okay, so there was never a moment in this movie to me where there was any downtime where I was bored at all. Yeah, okay. No dull Nothing. points. No dull points. For that reason, I will give it a nine and a half. 9.5. There you go. Okay. If I liked Sally more, it would get a 10. <laughs> <laughs> and once again, God, the music in this movie. Music is okay. Good. I'm going to give it a nine and a half. That's my score. All right. I'm going to score it because I want to I wanna give my score before I get freaking rotten tomatoed. Okay. No, okay. I will be completely honest with you. I liked this movie better before I went to the gallo and watched it with the full orchestra. Really? Because when I watched it with the full orchestra, it was bomb. Right. And now I'm watching it in the comfort of my own home. Oh, yeah. And I got distracted. You had that live music, you know? So now I'm like, 
I had something better. You experienced it on a greater yes, level. But, so but now at home, I'm like, if you didn't mm-hmm. have the or if you had never seen the orchestra, just I would have like said if I had never seen. Yes, <laughs> they're not the same. Not the same person. But like, I'm gonna say there there are a couple slow points for me. Okay. I won't say I was ever bored, but there are a couple slow points for me. Even though this is a short movie, mm-hmm. yeah. So for that point, I would say. Either I would say like seven point five or eight, really? and that's yeah. I don't. I still like it. I definitely do. It's definitely not. I'll I'll say eight. Okay. I like it. It's a solid movie. Um, it's one of my favorite Tim Burton's for sure. Um, because some of his other ones go a little too culty or a little too creepy for yeah. me. Mm-hmm. Um, but this one really does like hug the edge very well. Um, but there's a couple things I think that yeah. I don't know. Like I said, I, I ruined it yeah. because that <laughs> was the coolest thing I've ever seen, and right. now I'm like, man, I need a full well, what'd orchestra. Well, you, what did you rate the full orchestra? Like, oh god, it was like a nine point nine. Okay. That was the wow. coolest thing. Yeah. And I think that Luis and I looked at each other. Get your <laughs> invite out of here. <laughs> I think Luis kept like well, and Luis had never seen a full orchestra before. He kept calling it a band. That's cute, right? <laughs> but That's funny. He we kept looking at each other like this is legit because right. they would do like some lights behind the movie too, so that you kind of got more more of the a, um, a the effect. I think but it was really nice. I have one more comment about my reading. I'm sorry. Go I'm going to bring it down to a nine out of ten. I think I need to learn to separate the soundtrack. From the movie. A lot of times I'm like so no, in it love. should be together. You think so? Because yeah. I, sometimes I get so in love with the music that I'll uh, like rate, like this movie, I'm really rating it on those songs. I enjoy the first half of the movie more than the second half because, because the you like bulk the music of better. the songs are in the first half of the movie. So I'm going to give it a nine out of 10. Okay. I, I get what you're saying. I really do. Yeah. Because I do the same thing. I won't lie. I'm like, I need to separate, but you're sure. That's right. You're like, you said this movie, the, the music, it's like a musical. It, it carries the storyline. Story okay. Yes. Nine out of ten. That's a good score. Um, this movie I have watched many, many times uh, over the course of my lifetime. I, I love this movie. It's great. I will say that last night when we watched it, we, we watched it after we had just got back from the movies to see Justice League. Maybe that's why he rated it higher because the Justice League sucked. So Justice League was not, was not great in my opinion. Um but watching this movie, I, I I loved it just as much as I have ever loved it. But I was very tired. <laughs> I had I had been all all of my movie watching ability had been worn out by Justice League. I told League. you we should have waited to watch so, the Justice League till another day. Yeah, whatever. Well, uh, hold on. With that too, I just thought of this. Do you feel like you watch these movies? Obviously, you watch these movies differently because now we're watching it with the critical eye, sure. so we can talk about them. But I feel like I almost like them like a titch less because I'm trying to be critical. Once you be critical. Well, n- not like it. I'm wanting to, but right. it's just you're like, ooh, I didn't notice that. And exactly. now I either really like it more or I don't like it yes. more. Do you know so what I mean? So that, that is, that is a I, thing that, that we have to contend with as I think we I do this like podcast. being critical of it. I like watching it. The, the I mean, obviously, the time I enjoy a movie the most is the very first time I watch it. But I think it's giving it like some of these movies I would never watch again if we weren't doing it with like a critical eye. So it's super fun for me. Mm. So I kind of enjoy it. More. Yeah, it is. It is fun. And Agreed. I, and I've, I have a lot of fun learning all kinds of new stuff about, about these movies. Like I, I learned all about this Tim Burton stuff. Um, basically last night, I knew that he wasn't the director, but I didn't know that he had written the poem and all, all of that, all that goodness. Um, so for my rating, uh, 
because I was a little sleepy last night and I, I did uh, close my eyes a little bit uh, while Santa Claus was getting kidnapped and stuff like that. Uh, it, it's not because it was boring. It was, it was purely because of, of my own um, body's uh, imperfections. But uh, I think I'm going to give it um, like either a nine or like an 8.9. You know, it's like it's like real it's it's real finicky right there. It's real close. That's still high. I thought it's it's still it's still very high. I still love this movie a lot. It's just that last night it felt like it dragged a little bit, and that I think once again is purely because my body was very tired and could not handle um, oogie boogie and all of his oogie boogieness because that was really when I was I was knocked out. (laughs) But uh, but yeah, it's it's still it's still great. I love all of the music. I love the characters. The way that it's animated is fantastic. It's it's a great it's a great movie. Luis, I'm going to give it a. I'm very, I'm very torn because I agree 100 percent with my wife that once you see it with orchestra, it's a whole another ballpark. Mm. But be even with the orchestra, though, I probably with the, in the with the orchestra, I would have gave it an 8.5, mm. just because I can't stand oogie boogie. And There's always kids. someone you can't stand, Lou. <laughs> exactly. No, 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 no. But really, he creeped me out way too much. And I think I also want to give it an 8.5 because what really bugged me, and we didn't talk about this, was it kind of made no sense to me how he was able to get to the real world. When he went through the door, he went to the North Pole. Not to the real, but maybe to the rest of the world. So it, it wasn't very clear how he got there. So that really bugged me, and for yeah. that, I gave it an eight point five. Okay, yeah, we're still all we very high scores. We didn't talk too much about the 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 universe that this place lives in, but Halloween Town has a a wooded area that is able to access all of these other holiday themed worlds. Yeah, we had a hard time with that. We were trying to explain it to each other, like but make it work. Like maybe, maybe each town it it does exist in the real world on earth somewhere Mm -hmm. this is halloween town that exists probably in like salem oregon or something like that salem massachusetts (laughs) salem oregon Uh, i love it i did it see i always thought halloween town was like hell because when he's in the real world he like goes through the crypt and then comes out of another crypt into halloween town see that's what we assumed it was underground that's kind of what we were thinking that's why louise called it the north pole like christmas well obviously we always think of christmas being the north pole but I always thought of them as being like different worlds that you mm-hmm. would open the door to. But then Louise said, well, Jack walked all night and then ended up in the forest. Right. So how could he yeah. walk all night and not walk out of his Chris? His, I'm excuse me, out of his Halloween door into the grove in which he would go into. Does that make sense? Right. Like in where is where is the Halloween That's town? Fantastic. You just have to imagine in Christmas town or in any of these exactly. other towns, you yeah. know? Yeah. So interesting. An interesting Still question. Because he just fell out of the sky and ended up in Christmas Town. I'll call my man Timmy Burton. We'll, I'll get him on the phone and we'll, uh, we'll figure Tim this Burton all out. Tim Burton, hit us up. Timmy. Still all Andre. very, uh, very high rating, so. Yes, we rated this movie very high. Timmy. Timmy. Uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, so, yeah, that's that's been our discussion on, on The Nightmare Before Christmas, I right? I think as a lead-in to the next movie that we're going to watch, let's let's go around and say who our favorite Disney prince and princess is. Oh, okay. Yeah, we can we can do that oh, now. Oh no, now I have to think. Oh no, I know who it is. I was like, "What?" <laughs> Excuse me. Everyone think. who knows me Did is like, "Did you have to think you? about the princess or the prince?" The the prince. But oh. they go together, so it doesn't matter. Okay. It's fine. They okay. go together. Um Andre, you go. Okay. 
I'm cheating because what? he cheated. He's not a real prince. It's Aladdin. Is my he favorite. said prince at the end. Prince Ali. Yeah. Fabulous. And also, fun fact, oh, yeah. Andre and I are going to Whoa. see Aladdin on Broadway in San Francisco in December. Can't wait. High five. Nice. Sick invite. Uh, You're right. Uh, you don't have a baby, so y'all don't want to hear none of your excuses. We have a dog. That's not the Dougie same. is not coming with us. <laughs> he just won't be sitting by us, probably. Isn't that yeah, rude? Good luck getting tickets. Listeners are just rolling their eyes at you right and now. And fun fact, the Jafar in the movie is the Jafar in the Broadway. Well, that's actually Sweet. really cool. Oh. So, Luis. I didn't know that. Luis yeah. is Jafar. It's Luis. Oh. Y'all, I need to post the picture of Luis looking like Jafar. Yes. It's hilarious. And we should definitely look at that uh, for next Halloween. Who's your like favorite that. princess? Uh, my favorite princess? That's a good question. I think it might be like, like Mulan. I like Mulan a lot. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Or mm, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll stick with I'll stick with Mulan. So Mulan and Mulan um, and Aladdin. Oh, so you're separating? So yes. people who are always pretending to be someone they're not. <laughs> That's right. I love liars and actors. Oh my god! And um, I'm dying. That was really people good who yourself. can perform for an extended period of time. Oh yes. my like god! Andre. That was the most. That's the most fantastic Man, thing. I've she ever got heard. me real, real hard. Uh, she. It's okay. I still right love in the you. chest. Goodness gracious. Yeah, she she called you out. Yeah. I did. Let's go to you, Emily. Okay, so for me, I'm going to keep them together. Because okay. if I think too hard, it's just going to make me mad. Sure. Okay, mm-hmm. so my favorite princess... I, okay, so my favorite movies mm-hmm. are Mulan and Hercules. Okay. But they're definitely not my favorite, like, princess and, and prince. Like the one you get excited about when you see him. You're like, oh, oh yeah. No, no. Well, I mean, not that I've ever seen them in Disney, which would make me really happy. Mm-hmm. But no, I guess they're too old to be in the parks. Anywho, oh. my favorite every <laughs> single time I'm beating my table to death yeah. is <laughs> Rapunzel. I'm oh. sorry. She's the most fantastic she makes me laugh. I think Mandy Moore did such a fabulous job. I won't go too far into it because we eventually will watch that movie sure. and I will just sure. gush the entire time. But I love Flynn Rider as well, who's the like quote unquote prince in that movie mm-hmm. because he is one of, the, I, I won't say the first, but he is the biggest um, character that I have seen on Disney screen who is like, I don't want to sing. <laughs> what is right. this craziness that y'all are doing? I just want to be on an island with myself and my money. Mm. Move. And that to me is quite hilarious. hilarious. Yeah. Because before meeting Luis, that was me. I was like, I'm never getting married <laughs> and I just want to live on an island away from stupid. That is funny. I just wanted a magic lamp. It is. And a magic carpet. <laughs> that sounds like you. Yeah. And a monkey. Man. You are a monkey. How dare you? <laughs> and um, what'd you get? Michelle and Dougie. Right. Yay. You're the monkey. He's the I was going to say, you're the carpet <laughs> of the monkey. <laughs> okay. okay. Um, Carpets don't snack, though. Always snacking. Hashtag always snacking. Okay, go ahead, Michelle. Who's your favorite? We know. Well. Yeah. My favorite princess is Ariel, a.k.a. the Little Mermaid, a.k.a. the Redhead Goddess, a.k.a. Mm. she's a boss. Who, she's great. Who knows her as the <laughs> Redhead Goddess? Michelle, apparently. <laughs> I have a Thomas Kincaid Ariel painting. I have a lot of Ariel ornaments There's on our Christmas so many tree. Ariels in I my house. A lot of flounders. I've got a lot of Ariels. Um, she's the best, and <laughs> nobody likes her except for me. It's fine. 
No, we I mean, do. It's not that nobody likes her. It's just it, that. And I will agree. Once you see the movie when you're an adult, you're like, oh, she's dear. definitely a 16 year old girl. Yeah, no, like just don't. You have to look watch that movie with a non-critical adult oh, yeah. eye. Right. Like you have to watch it as a free spirited child. It's borderline. And then it's cute. And I will say it about this this movie. It's borderline old generation and new generation princess. Oh, 100%. she's right in the yeah. middle. So there's reasons to like her. She's really strong. And then there's reasons to like her. She's really prissy. Yeah. Like it's that sure. borderline princess, but I dig it. Truth. Um, and my favorite prince, it's hard because my I, I have a favorite visually appealing prince and a favorite <laughs> oh, personality prince. Well, well, we did give John Smith like a 10 out of yeah, 10. Oh, no, I actually did. gave him 11. So out of I, I will brother. keep her with Eric. I would say if anybody asked me that Prince Eric would be my favorite. Um they're both kind of stupid because I just don't understand why the whole movie they just can't write on a piece of paper. That's like, what I'm saying. Right. Like what but you don't know. You I don't love know Prince Eric. <laughs> he, he's great. I, I don't know. I love him. But um, personality wise, my um, favorite is, and I can't ever remember his name because they don't oh. like say it that much. The guy from Mulan. What's his name? Oh, um, I, I want to call him Sean Yu, but that's definitely not his name. It's um, um, the reason I like him is because he has a man bun. Uh, <laughs> what? I'm not kidding. He we're, ha- we're definitely we're gonna we're gonna end the podcast here because <laughs> muns make me want to. Hey, shoot. I'm never is growing name, a man bun. I really really like him, but Prince Eric is my favorite. His name is. Wait, what's his name? Something. I'm never gonna catch my breath. Donny Osmond sings this. <laughs> I have no idea what his name is actually. Shang. Shang. It's just Shang. Shang. I thought no, Shang it's Lee? just it's just Shang. Shanghai. I thought I thought that there were two names, which is why I couldn't find it on yeah. this IMDb page. I like him a lot, but Prince Eric's my favorite. Okay, that was well it. for Luis. Luis's favorite princess, which I don't think you guys know this, is Did Merida. Really? Merida. Well, oh, I would she's say my least favorite. Well, not my least favorite. Your least favorite? I'm not going to lie. When I first saw that movie, I was like, me. Well, I love that movie. Brave. I cried. Brave's good. That's why I only ever watched it once because I don't do cry. Yeah. So I watched oh, it once, okay. cried it out, and was like, never again. Really? I thought it would be Pocahontas. He, he does. I think like his old uh, princesses are Pocahontas, but he watched Merida and like completely obsessed gotcha. after that she's really cool. She's very cool yeah and then prince i would say he um i have no idea what his prince is he'll have to tell you next week yeah but yeah. i will want to go get the baby yeah he's 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 good in the body papa, right now, the papa. yeah but before we we say who our next movie or next is. what our next movie is i want to give a sh- very special shout out to one of our listeners yeah. um, or actually two of our two or three of our listeners a bunch of y'all who actually live out of state which is super exciting for us to have out of state listeners mm-hmm. i feel like oh, we're growing guys uh, uh, we're doing um, it um but it is our our lovely niece and fiance nephew i don't know how you call that but like not <laughs> nephew <laughs> yet um nephew. kasha and gilbert who live in portland oregon and they have been listening to our podcast and they're not usually like disney podcast type people mm-hmm. but they think that we're funny which i think is great because oh, we're God. ridiculous yeah, funny That's so great. thank you guys for listening thank and you. thank you yeah if we you're, appreciate it yeah and yeah, if you're none a of listener, my relatives have reached out where y'all at well, hey do you have any out-of-state listeners no nah, none of them live here 
So well, do you have it? Well, tell them to let us know that they're listening. That's and right. if you guys are out there, like, let us know where you're listening from. And if you're enjoying us and if you don't like us, then don't tell us. Just kidding. No, tell us. Tell us what you want from us. You know, what, what do you want us to watch? What, what do you do want you us want to talk me? about? What, uh, <laughs> what do you want? Me? Oh, Lord oh, Almighty. I wish you could see Michelle's face as she sings. <laughs> She's this. doing like, a lot. Doing a lot of <laughs> face singing. But the good thing I is, is that coffee. you'll see that as we move forward in this podcast, we're going to do more where you guys can be interactive and choose our episodes yes. um, or our themes for our episodes and yes. look forward to that. Yeah, as keep a lookout for that after the new year. Yeah. We're going to have some plans for that. Month, monthly right. themes. It's going to be great. We you guys, we have future plans. That's oh how you know God. you made it. Yeah. Yes. So please uh, leave, yeah. us, leave <laughs> us comments <laughs> on <laughs> thewaltvaultpod.com and uh, uh, you can email us at contact at thewaltvaultpod. We may read it. Just kidding. Com. Yeah, we, we <laughs> We'll might. read it. We, we love reading all of your comments. Seriously. Yes, we really yes. do. We will. We will read it and probably read it on the air. Probably. If you're okay with that. Yeah. 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 yeah if you're okay with it, with make sure permission. to mark in like the subject of your of your email. If you're cool with not us okay it on with it. sharing. <laughs> yes. Don't say my name. Next um, week's movie is. That's right. We're all really excited. Can actually. we get a drum roll? The Next princess week. and the frog. The I was going to say if any of us said that like Tiana and Naveen were our favorite prince and princesses. And so this will be interesting. None of us said well, it was our favorite. Well, it's funny because they actually, which is funny because every time I do this, every time I watch Princess and the Frog, afterwards I'm like, Tiana is the best. Right. Like she's after great. every time. She's great. So next week, just wait for me to be like, Tiana, oh my God. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. And Ray. And it's Because I'm sorry, Naveen is not my favorite. But, <laughs> yeah. but Tiana, ooh, she mm-hmm. come in and like hot. I've only seen this movie once. Oh. I've in theaters. So I don't know the soundtrack as well. Oh, girl, you can be almost there. Mm-hmm. Like, oh. Well, I mean, I know the songs from Pandora radio station. Almost there. All right, we're almost at the end of this podcast. <laughs> um, you guys, I want you all to follow us on social media. Uh, we are at the Walt Vault Pod on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all of that good stuff. Um, make sure you're subscribed on iTunes and if you are subscribed on iTunes please think of leaving us a review or at least a rating you know five stars is is pretty applicable I think we, we, we've earned it so leave us one of those uh, we might read your review on the show uh, do that subscribe tell your friends tell your mom your mom wants to know about this podcast straight up tell her tell her about it be closer with your mother and tell her about the wall ball. you guys uh that's it for this episode five uh the vault is now closed <laughs> <laughs>